Hey, 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 folks, it's Chris here with Stick Z Records with the uh, ninth episode of season one for the podcast. Uh, been saying all along that, you know, I'm going to be interviewing people in the arts and entertainment genre. Today I have a special guest, uh, Greg Carroll. Uh, goes by the name of Tex. So, Greg, uh, do you mind introducing yourself for us? Sure, I can do that. All yeah, right. I'm uh, Greg Carroll from Up in Moberly. I go by Tex. That's a long story in itself. <laughs> goes all the way back to... Uh, my beginning days in music back in the 70s. Uh, I worked uh, about 15 years as a sound man on the road during that era. I uh, was lucky that uh, in that era of the 80s where a band, club band, could work six nights a week. And uh, there were times, I can remember mid-80s, we were doing 23, 24 nights a, a month. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then uh, uh, did that and then uh, ended up... Uh, Spending five years with a band called Black Tie over Ram Monroe City. That would have been the late 80s into the 90s. And also uh, <clears throat> the uh, the uh, uh, leader of that outfit, um, uh, Floyd Buckman, uh, him and his dad had a farm. So uh, his band was playing just about every weekend. He had a really big uh, outdoor rig. So we were doing a lot of uh, biker rallies and things like that. Has been shows. We did Steppenwolf one time. and. Molly Hatchet a couple times, but anyway, so I ended up even working on the farm and learned more about pork production than I ever wanted to know, even <laughs> though I'm a country boy, uh, and then uh, ended up getting into the kid business and worked uh, 20 years till I retired about eight years ago as a paraprofessional at an alternative program, Ben Moberly, but at the same time, I was still playing music, uh, playing drums for some country bands, uh, doing some sound. Uh, picked up the guitar again. Uh, really, one of the best sound gigs I had was when I was working at the district, and that was I was house engineer at the Silver Bullet uh, in Columbia for the last three years that they were open, and that was that was a great experience there. I can uh, imagine I rode the bull at the Bullet. It was it, oh man, it was yeah. great. I yeah. never rode the bull. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, uh, you know, we I always talk about the one year that we had. Uh, Haggard in the spring, we had Jones yeah. that summer, and then we had Willie that fall. And uh, then it just, you know, so many great acts. And then uh, uh, then after that, uh, continued to play drums and fill in with some, some bands in the area, country bands, and then got a call one morning from uh, Adelaide Minor, who is Grandma, over at Grandma's country yeah. show over there in Stoutsville, and uh, uh, needed a drummer, and I've been there now for 18 years. Yeah. And uh, that show is uh, twice a month, <clears throat> first and third Saturday. Uh, uh, three or four years ago, uh, the uh, guy that was the lead guitar player and MC, Bill Potts, passed away, and mm -hmm. Grandma asked me to be MC also. So I do that, play drums, and then um, it was about that time I picked up the guitar again, uh, and with the idea that you know I'd like to just do my solo thing. And there was some stuff that I wanted to do over grandma's too. So, so I do that. I'll get up three or four times uh, a night over there. And then, you know, as many times as I can get out a month, uh, uh, do the solo thing, uh, cash to Springsteen yeah, yeah, and just have fun. You know, uh, uh, like one of my songs say, I haven't got enough sense to be scared. So I just get out there and have a good time. Uh, That's what it's all about. Have a good it time. Is. It really it is. is, without a doubt. It is, and you're also an avid hiker, correct? That's yeah. right, yeah, I've been very lucky. Uh, I hiked uh, the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Uh, it took me 13 summers. Uh, I was still working 
at the district. And as soon as school was out every year, I'd head out. And, and uh, the longest time I was ever out out there was 38 days. And that was when I went from Gorham, New Hampshire, up to uh, Katahdin, Maine. And it was a gift. And I've, I've actually gone back a couple of times and hiked some sections. And then I've done what's called the Colorado Trail that goes from Denver to Durango. And that took me seven years, I think it was. But I haven't got to hike the last couple of years. I uh, was going out two years ago, and the snow was so deep that you would have had to have a GPS and snowshoes. And I, no, that ain't Not my, playing. Not me. So, And then, of course, this last year uh, with the COVID, couldn't, couldn't do anything. But looking forward to the end of uh, May, going down to uh, Texas and hike with my daughter for about five or six days on the uh, uh, Lone Star Trail. And I'm really planning to try to get back to uh, Colorado sometime this summer. I've, I've heard that some of the uh, uh, open mics are opening up back out there again. And I've got friends to stay with, so like I need an excuse to go to Colorado, so we'll yeah, see. Absolutely. Yeah. Colorado's a great state to, for all kinds of reasons. It is. Yeah. But, I, you know, I love the hiking. I love just getting out there. Uh, um, you know, I, I always do a calendar every year and, and this last year, of course, I hadn't got to hike. So I got to looking back through pictures and, and I looked at some of the pictures and like, man, I can't believe I was there. <laughs> I was right there. Uh, yeah. And, uh, the Rockies, I love the Rockies and yeah. the, you know, the Appalachian trail is great, but there's something about the Rockies, you know, you get 11,000, 12,000 feet. It's a, it's a different thing. So yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really lucky that I'm still. <clears throat> healthy enough to do that oh, yeah, so. definitely and then also you uh you teach track and right yes and i i've uh actually coached coach yeah. uh for gosh uh i'm still coaching middle school track mm -hmm. and then uh high school cross country in the fall and uh i still run i probably maybe 25 30 miles a week i'm not, not a very fast pace uh but i'm very lucky that uh uh get to work with these uh cross country kids there are there are they're a different breed of cat. They're self-starters and very disciplined, and and uh, they keep me going. So it definitely I'm sounds really... like you have your hands full with a lot. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, I, I'm, yeah. I, I, you know, we got a short time here, so yeah. I feel like you got to make the most of it and and do the things that you enjoy. And and uh, and, I, and I got to say too that I kind of bought into that peace, love, and understanding thing that you're supposed to try to make it better yeah. than you found it. So whether you're working with the young people or playing music or, you know, whatever, yeah. uh, I think we all should maybe try to angle that away. Well, there you go. <clears throat> so uh, presently, what are you doing with music? Just working at, uh, uh, just... Doing you know, the grandma's grandma. thing, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, do that twice a month. And then, <clears throat> um, you know, I've got some, some local gigs. Fortunately, yeah. you know, you, you've helped me out with some yeah. things and we got some things coming up. Yeah. And uh, so right now, you know, if I can get out a couple times a month besides grandma's, uh, that's fine. But I'm I'm really open to anything. I, I'm not, I don't feel the pressure that I'm trying to be successful. You know, I can write a little bit. I've got some things from the past I think I'm going to try to bring back and redo. And then I've done a little writing uh, recently with some stuff. Yeah. And uh, so... You know, basically just having fun. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, future plans? Anything? Anything out different than what you're doing? Just kind of just gonna I ride think, the train. You know, I, I like the I like the path I'm on right yeah. now. I, I think that uh, with things opening up again, like they are, that I'm going to have more opportunities. And I think that uh, um, this this year has given me an opportunity to to really, uh, you know, uh, practice more, work on my writing. Um, I mean, I don't have any pretensions about how good of a guitar player or I am or anything, but, uh, you know, I can tell stories and I like the songs that, that have a story. 
usually, excuse me, usually tend to more the the outlaw kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, there's some there's some beer joint songs too. And yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> well, there you go. Um, when you go to do like a, a show or something by yourself, solo show, uh, what kind of equipment do you take with you? Well, I've got a an Epiphone uh, that is a uh, Dave Navarro uh, signature. That the, the story on that, it, it it has a name on it of Jane, but I don't, I had never really given it a name. That might be uh, a name, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there the, you the, go. Uh, the story on it, though, was that uh, I've got a uh, 72 uh, Ovation Roundback that belonged to my wife, and I was playing that <clears throat> and uh, was getting out some, and I thought, well, you know, it'd be nice to have another guitar uh, just in case. And I happened to mention to her, I said, yeah, I'm going to hit a pawn shop one of these days and just get another old beater just to have a second one. Well, I didn't think he'd think any more about it. And then one day, come home from work, and uh, and there was a couple boxes over in the mm-hmm. corner, and there was some quilts mm-hmm. draped over it. Well, my mm-hmm. wife is a is a uh, quilter, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, that's some quilting stuff. Didn't think any more about it. Well, she came home later, and we're sitting there in the living room, and we're talking. She says, well, you know, I, it's not your birthday yet, but I wanted to, I think I'm going to go ahead and give you. And I said, wait a minute, we talked about the stuff we were going to do as far as the deck and that. We're going to say, I know, but... Now, you didn't notice those two boxes over there? <laughs> and then I looked over and I could see the O-N-E and then trademark. And I'm like, oh, man, I am not worthy. And sure <laughs> enough, there was that guitar. And then the case. And I'm like, man, you need to have a case for the case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So so that's my Epi. Uh, uh, I've got a uh, the little wireless uh, bugs that I use. I like being able to move around. And I've also got a wireless headset uh, that I use. That there again, I like to be able to move and and for the venues that I can get out among the people and that. Yeah, I've got a a, a pair of JBLs and some and a crown and then I've got a little Behringer board, yeah. uh, so it's quick up and down and and uh, you know uh, you know one of the things too is um, I look back on the A's especially, you know we were carrying around a five way stereo system. Yes. With mm-hmm. 18s and 15s, yeah. you know. And usually like 24 park hands and truss and all that. And so I was a sound man. Yeah. And I had a truck at one point mm-hmm. and I had a big rig. And then I was a drummer. So it's like carrying all the sound gear, carrying all the drum gear. And it's like, there's an easier way to do this. And I was like, take a guitar. The only step down is a harmonica player. And I don't think I'll be a harmonica no, player. No harp player <laughs> No harp player in any, so. Yeah. So anyway. Well, there you go. So uh, you, you write and... A lot of your songs too. You have originals and everything. Yeah, I've got do. some. I actually back in the in the uh, the uh, uh, early nineties, um, I had an old Fostex four track mm-hmm. and uh, put together a cassette of uh, eight or nine songs back then, uh, where I was playing everything and some keyboards, drum parts, whatever, and pretty rough. But it was you know I managed to get a couple of hundred copies of it distributed out. Yeah. And then uh, I say the last few years, there's uh, been some things that I've kind of been working on. Uh, I got this wild idea. Um, spent some time reading Longfellow yeah, this, this, this winter and uh, inherited a 1902 copy of all his poetry. And there's some things in there I'm going, oh, I think I can tweak that a little bit. And I yep. figure it's, you know, public domain stuff. Yeah. So I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not putting any trademarks. So I'm kind of fooling around with that. But, uh, um, just having fun. Well, well, as you know, I asked you to bring your guitar. Sure. Uh, would you mind, you I know, showing that. us a little one of your originals? I can do that. Can All do right. That. Look forward to it here. <clears throat> mm. 
And if you don't mind, I'm going to stand up. Oh, by all means. Yeah. Because yeah, I usually have to. I have to be able to move. Yeah. And uh, warm up a little bit here. All righty. No, I've been very lucky. I, you know, I've met a lot of great people. Um, you know, I've got some good friends here in in uh, in Columbia. Bannister Talton. I worked with Bannister uh, back in the day, too. Do a quick tune up here if you don't mind. And have you know ran sound for all kinds of bands. You've been playing long enough to where you don't need one of those. To, 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 yeah. All right, so. Happens, it'll be tonight. 
hearts are broken. You think I'm kidding, man, I ain't joking. Ain't got no sense to be afraid. Memories you made are broken. Memories you made You tell us a little bit about that song. Yeah, that's uh, just uh, going back and forth out west. <clears throat> there um, ended up like say do these uh, open mic things, and you never know. There's times you get to play 15 minutes, sometimes you get to play an hour, yeah. you know, whatever. But uh, you know, you always get to hear some other good musicians, and and uh, like I say, that was just kind of the little circle around in there for the times I've been out there. I like seeing open mics. I really do. Um, you know, it gives a lot of people chances to play, especially those that don't get to play, you exactly. know, at yeah. other, other things. Yeah. Another thing there with the open mic uh, at the venue that, that we start, you know, that opens up here in May, May mm -hmm. 15th, uh, Sticky's Cabana. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're actually going to do an open mic oh, slash yeah. karaoke twice a month. That sounds you know, like a great idea. We're just going to run them together. Yeah. They can either play karaoke they can have the words and yeah. stuff, or they, somebody can get up and do open mic cool. and play. Just, I don't care. Play, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. which is going to be nice. I think that's a great you idea. Know, I do too. I think that's going to be a good time. But uh, take a second here, let everybody know that this uh, podcast is being sponsored by uh, Lot 67 Studios. Um, so, you know, you can come out here, uh, get you some song, get you a song recorded, two, three piece, four piece band setups, five piece, whatever. Uh, rates starting at 25 per hour. He also does professional photography, professional graphics design. So just check him out on Facebook, Lot 67 Studios. There we go. Cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah, you know, they've yeah, they've got all kinds of stuff they do. They even have, uh, looks like uh, block rates, hourly block rates. So, I mean, you know, big band yeah. setups and stuff like that. Or if solo guy wants to cut an album, there you go. That's yeah, perfect. No you know, doubt. save some money for no sure. Yeah, very cool. For sure. Very cool. So, uh, one question that I tend to ask everybody um can you tell us a story from somewhere from your childhood some something you know well you know. i can i can tell you a little bit about what my background was mm -hmm. i uh <clears throat> don't ever remember <clears throat> dad being in the picture and so uh it was mom and then uh her folks my grandparents so i had granddad uh grandma and mom mm -hmm. uh mom uh, uh worked she was a checker at safeway a grocery store. Um, granddad was an auctioneer and also uh, delivered milk um, back in the day when they, you know, put milk on the porches. Yeah. Uh, and then Grandma was the uh, stay-at-home, uh, and I she was the disciplinarian. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, I, and I'll be blunt: Peachtree switches and fly swatters. <laughs> and you know, now yeah, I'm, not, I'm no worse for it. I'll be the first to say, you know. But yeah. there was no doubt. And then uh, and then Granddad, um, you know. Um, uh, I, early on, I was I, I knew that I didn't want none of him, yeah. you know. But yeah. I respected I respected him. I respected them all was the thing. Yeah. And I was very lucky that I had uh, three parents, basically, mm -hmm. and given every opportunity. Uh, Granddad, I, I got to blame him for the music thing because he always <laughs> had a guitar and a fiddle around, and um, uh, so he taught me C and G. Yeah. Uh, I was lucky then that I actually played cornet for six years. Uh, grade school and high school so not very well i will say but at least yeah. i learned how to read music yeah you know and uh with with the encouragement and then uh uh so that was you know i was very lucky that i had had that kind of support yeah. and then uh went to college and got a four-year degree 
in drafting and but when i was in high school was kind of wanting to be in a band and granddad was like no that ain't gonna happen <laughs> and uh then of course as soon as i got out of college what do i do i get involved and at first he wasn't too happy about it but then um you know when it uh especially when i was working at the bullet and i said you know uh Earl Hager's gonna be oh really you know then yeah. all of a sudden it would, you know but and it, i i gotta say that i do regret that um he never did get to see me play yeah this way yeah. uh you know I, I wish because uh yeah uh um he was one of those kind of guys that wasn't afraid of anything you know yeah. and, and being an auctioneer you had to be able to get up in front of people and he would would have liked to see me do that but i just that wasn't that wasn't my thing but i but the idea of always being ready to hey how you doing what's going on you know and talking to people and and uh then music is my way of I'm doing that. So. Well, there you go. Yeah, you guys, uh, you all have one special thing about y'all. I've noticed uh, you guys have no problem getting up in front of people. And if you are nervous, you sure don't show up. You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys never show up. And me personally, uh, that's why I'm behind the scenes. Um, no, you know, I don't, I don't do well up on stage in front of people. But we'll see how well that goes because at the tribute show in May, yeah. I'm emceeing the whole show. You can do it. So, you can, yeah. I have no doubt, yeah. man. I have no doubt. We, we can do this. You know, I'm, I've kind of got the gift to gab, you yeah, know, and no you know, so that. we can just, uh, yeah. you know, we'll get up there and see what we can do for sure. Uh, that sounds great, man. Yeah. It'll be fun. Looking I think it will. It. I think it really will Looking on that show. That's a, that's for a great cause, you know, for that one. Uh, you know, a couple, like I said, a couple uh uh, musicians that passed away both bass players right. uh both in country bands uh both passed away one from an aneurysm the other one from covid wow. and of course covid's rough on was rough on a lot of people yeah. you know yeah and, it was you know so many folks that had so much more uh to give to us and yeah. were taken from us and not only just the music but all just all, all fields but you know i mean uh, john prine that was yes just, you know and then the list just goes on yes too long to go into but but definitely, it definitely changed things. So. I had the luck of meeting John Prine at the Roots and Blues up wow. here in Columbia. That was really neat. Um, wow. I didn't. The magnitude of it really didn't catch me until later on. Once he passed, not not long after yeah. that, and I was like, "Whoa, okay." Yeah. You know, yeah. he passed really quick after that. Actually, yeah. uh, you know, Roots and Blues. That may have been one of his final performances. I think it was, yeah. You know, I just happened to watch uh, yesterday. Uh, a repeat of when he was on uh, Marty Stewart's show back yeah. in 2010. Yeah, oh, man. Well, yeah. The words. Yeah. The man had the words. The John Prine was great. Sure. Definitely. Yeah, I've met a few. I'm sure you have, too. I've met a, quite a few uh, big-named, yeah. you know. I was very, very lucky. I, um, uh, <laughs> crazy. One of the, when I was growing up, or when I was younger, mm -hmm. Black Oak, Arkansas. And that was a, you know, boy, yeah. they were... Yes. They were something else, and I was working with a band, it would have been about 88 or 89, in Colorado Springs, <clears throat> in a club, and uh, it, was, it wasn't it was Black Oak, it was then called Jim Dandy, yes. and I think Ricky yeah. Reynolds was still with him, and uh, so I got to, to meet that, and that was before the heart attack, or I don't remember, but he was still a wild man, yeah. you know, at that point. Was, probably before then, if he was still a wild yeah, man, he was, you he know, was, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, he I was, could imagine. It was, but that was interesting, but, yeah. uh, yeah, like I say, and then all the friends all over the, the country that, you know, that some, just some great musical moments that, uh, you know, even some yeah. practice, some things that happened at practice, yeah. and it's like, man, I wish I'd have had the tape yeah. going for that. Yeah. You know. They may not be famous in everybody's eyes, but it, to me, every musician that I meet is oh, famous yeah. in their own way. Yeah, you know, well, that's yeah. the way I look at it. 
You know? just yeah, yeah. just how you go at it. You know, yeah. when you have fun, you can have your dreams, you can aim high, yeah. and and it's it's out there. You know, it is. No, but you got to work hard for it. Yeah. No doubt about it. Definitely. Making sacrifices. Absolutely. So if you don't mind, uh, have you play us another original of yours? Sure. Right. Uh, this one goes back a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and it may take me a while to get into this. We'll see how, how <laughs> this works, but uh, I think you'll get the drift over here. Tell us about that one. That goes back definitely to a time when, uh, let's just say that was going through some rough times in relationship, and uh, that's when that four track that I was talking about earlier came in handy, and I had uh, had that 72 round back ovation that 
that uh, I'd go home from the hog farm and pound on that and write songs and, and bleed and yeah. have a hole, yeah. hole here in the chest of, oh man, how can I get through this? And, yeah. And the music helped. Yeah. Music helped. And that was one of them. And then I've got, got some others that I'm trying to, to drag out too. Do so. you have any albums out right now at all? Or? No, just, you know, uh, I've thought about it. Back to before Christmas, I had an opportunity. I thought I found a guy that was going to do a, uh, going to produce for me. Uh, and then just, it, it didn't work out. Yeah. And, um, and I, you know, at this point I could probably put something together with eight or nine songs. I'm sure. Yeah. You, yeah. If anything, you know, just knee peeve and, you know, would be really good at this point, you know, just to get something out there. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely something I'd like to do at yeah. some point. Well, there's, so. We know a few people that can, yeah, yeah, about, that can help. That. imagine that uh, look where we're at right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So if you were, one question, I'll, another question I like mm -hmm. to ask everybody, yeah. if, uh, if, uh, a kid come up to you and said, Tex, man, how would I get into doing what you're doing? What would be the first thing you'd tell them? Figure out what you want to play as mm -hmm. far as an instrument. And woodshed, woodshed, mm -hmm. woodshed. Play, play, play. Just play. Yeah. Just like the same thing that uh, my cross-country runners will say, well, how do I get better? You go run. Practice. You go run. Yeah. You go run. The best runner I ever had. Uh Ask him, what do you just run? Yeah. You know, yeah, you can fine tune techniques and that stuff, but the bottom line is, run. if you want to play music, you got to pick up the guitar and you got to play it. Yeah. That's, you know? that's true. And um, just like we were talking earlier about Jay Clayton, mm -hmm. you know, here's a guy that put in, you're talking eight, 10, 12, when he was young, hours a day. Yeah. And that's how he got better. And that's yeah. how you got good. And you have to be willing to take no a lot. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you can go out there and pitch yourself and you're going to, you know, all these things and you're going to run into that of, no, 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 can't, you can't use it. You yep. know? But if you want to do it, if and, and that's another thing I tell cross-country runners is you have to want to do this. Yeah. To put the miles in, to be successful. If you want to do this, I mean, if you want it, you have to want to do it. Yeah. And that's, and, and then... Then also, you know, you can have the expectation of saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really be successful." But then you have to know too that the chances, you know, there's some really incredible players <laughs> yes. out there. There's yes, there some are. incredible songwriters out there. You yeah. know? And there's there's all kinds of factors as far as getting you to that point. So yeah. there's a lot you know, involved. There, there really is. is. There but really you just, is. You just got to do it. You just got to want to do it. Just know? get out there and practice. That's practice, the main thing. That's it. Yeah. You know, and and. Uh, and then experience in life, yeah. and then don't don't short your ch yourself on uh, the rest of life either. You know, yeah, you're gonna have to make some sacrifices, but realize that you know those the family and the relationships are, are really really important. Yeah. Along with well, the music, I, so I've noticed that most musicians, well, anybody for that in, yeah. instance, it doesn't have to be a musician, but everybody's got a story. You know, and so yeah. use the, use that story is what I tell everybody is use that story and feed off of it. Yeah. You know, and that's the best thing. And going back to where you said you got to be able to take no in my industry of what I do, I take no a lot as yeah. well. You know, yeah. you know, with booking and uh, everything, you know, a lot of times you get, oh, sorry, you know, we're we're not booking right now. Yeah. Or, and, and you go back and you look at their page and sure enough, what yeah. are they doing? They're booking, yeah. you know, so yeah. they just yeah. didn't have time to talk to you. Yeah. That's what that's what it was. And, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and we, <laughs> you get that a lot. So I just, I just go with it, you know, and I'm very fortunate enough to be associated with 13 different individuals right now with, through the label, you know, for booking and managing and everything, including yourself, you know, yeah, I, I, appreciate I, it. I help, I try every chance I get, I try to throw it out there, you know, and, and what I do is I send a mass email to, to, uh, to a venue yeah. and I give everybody's information up on there and they pretty much tell me who they want, you yeah. know, out of the group, which is great because, yeah. You know, some venues they want they want um, somebody, somebody that's more polished, more you know, yeah. advanced in what they're doing. And other ones they don't care. They'll just they'll yeah. let they'll okay. Yeah. You got music, let's play this. You know, yeah. and a lot of them you know only want bands. Yeah. And so you know, okay, yeah. you know, I happen to have three, so there yeah. we go. You know, and yeah. it's it's fun. It's it's definitely fun, and you can imagine how well you know mm-hmm. for sure. So at this time, uh, if you wouldn't mind, play us a. Uh, a cover that yep. that kind of inspires you somehow. Okay, yeah. I will. Yeah, that's one of my. Uh, that's something I'd like. Yeah. Um. Well, if you know me, you know I like Willie, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I grew up <clears throat> in that era when we all wanted to be cowboys. Yeah. And uh, I got a horse, but he rolled over with me. Backwards twice, and I ain't no cowboy. <laughs> but this song, Willie came out with here uh, last year or two after he uh, saved those 70 horses. So bear with me on this. Places that you need to roam. 
I wish I could gather up all of your brothers and you could ride me back home. Ride me back home to a much better place. Blue skies and sunshine, plenty of space. Somewhere where they would just leave you alone. Somewhere that you could call home. You just ride me back home. Ride me back home to a much better place. Blue sky, the sunshine, a plenty of space. Somewhere where they would just leave you alone. Somewhere that you could call home. You just ride me back home. the great Willie Nelson <laughs> yes uh, Willie is one of a kind for sure um, I had the opportunity and the great fortune to meet Willie Nelson um, I was bouncing at the uh, big ass barn drill which, uh, which took over for the yeah. silver bullet <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah yeah I met him and they uh, after the show was over he, he came up to all the bounce staff and everybody and asked if anybody would be interested in helping his road crew load up their equipment. Mm -hmm. um, me and three others were like, sure, yeah. you know, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> whatever you say, you know. And so went in there, took 45 minutes maybe, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, he reaches in his pocket and he pulls out a $100 bill from each and handed yeah. it to each of us yeah. and said, thank you, you know. Yeah. And then he turns and he looks at us and says, any of you fellas smoke? You know, and I've always heard this opportunity, man. Uh, there's, there's, there's very few people, you know. I'm not gonna say no to Snoop Dogg, Kong, and Willie Nelson. I would never say no to. So we're like, I'm like, uh huh, sure. So, uh, you know, uh, Toby Keith wrote a song, "I'll Never Smoke Weed with Willie Again," and let me tell you, neither will I, because I slept in the parking lot that night. <laughs> That was a that was an interesting yeah. time, but yeah. Uh, well, my my favorite Willie story was that, that uh, we asked him how long he was going to play, yeah. and he said, "Well, it depends on how he feels. If he's yeah. good, he'll play ninety minutes. If he feels bad, he may play three hours, three and a half hours. <laughs> like, now wait a minute, he's going to now. This, this is in the late nineties, yeah. you know. What? You don't play longer if you feel. Yeah, he wants to die on stage. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. So yes, he does. Yeah, that was that was definitely a treat. I don't know. How, I he played a long time. Yeah, you know, both the time I was there for the big ass show yeah. too. Yeah, uh, I, that was an interesting show. Yeah. He did good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great gig. I really hate to see yeah uh, that place go because uh, yeah it was happening. It turned into a, a yeah. whiskey wild. I think after that. Well, for a while they were doing tech. They weren't even doing country. They were doing like technical. Yeah, impulse. Techno yeah, impulse. That's what it yeah. was. Impulse. Well, and it. Yeah. A little bit more of a story there. See, yeah. when 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 they changed to that, part of the deal was there were some of us that were going to stay employed. Well, yeah. they weren't doing any live shows anymore. So I was going down three days a week and carrying a, a dB meter around inside, yeah. and then I go around the outside, and then I go back 
show the, the DJs <laughs> like like it made a difference. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't last, I think, maybe three months or something like that. I was yeah. like, are you guys going to do anything more? Like, well, you know, I'm like, look, nah. this is not what I want to do, you know. Not your cup of tea, you basically. Know, I don't, yeah. You know, I like all kinds of music, yeah. but... You know, if, if I'm going to be here in the club, I want to be doing what I do as far as sound, not just carrying around a DVD meter. Definitely yeah. saw some great shows at that venue. Right oh, right there. my gosh, yeah. man. I was, yeah, I was, you know, I, yeah. I look back. Uh, in fact, I went back here this last winter, those cold snaps, mm -hmm. and I've got probably 40 or 50 of the um, handbills from yeah. all the shows. Because I'm a pack rat that way. Mm -hmm. i got memorabilia going back <laughs> all the way, you know, to the 70s. <clears throat> but but I, yeah. that stuff and then uh got a big ricochet poster and some yeah. things like that so um yeah it was a i had was, a had a willie signed beer coasters that night for my kids and my kids were probably two years old at that point in time <laughs> you know it wasn't for the kids it was more for me exactly. you know I mean, yeah, exactly. but yeah exactly. that's what it was exactly so uh you have any way for anybody to be able to get a hold of you if they'd like to uh come out and see you sure uh like say uh if you don't mind i'll, yeah. I'll uh, talk about this weekend i'll be at fiesta uh, bar and grill there in moberly from six to nine on saturday uh then uh, of course i do grandma's uh that's up in at uh, mark twain lake do that on the first and third Saturday. Uh, also, I am on Facebook, yeah. uh, either as Gregory Carroll, uh, but most of my videos, music videos are on Tex yeah. Carroll, but you'll probably get pictures of birds and, and uh, <laughs> my dogs and that kind of stuff too, and, and hiking trips, but but uh, that's that's the best way, is either a, a, a personal uh, message me through there, or I can give you a phone number too, yeah. if you like. Yeah. Um, uh, two different ones, actually. Uh, there's 660-263-4947, which that one doesn't text, mm -hmm. which just cost me a really good gig because somebody tried to text me on that number. <laughs> anyway, and then the other one is 660-676-9094. So either one of those, you can get a hold of me that way. And, uh, you know, uh, I can I can do up to three hours. Yeah. And uh, and I, I'm kind of like Willie in that if, if I'm doing three hours, I don't take a break. Yeah. I just keep playing. I figure I tell some stories and that kind of stuff. But uh, if I'm if I'm playing, I'm just going to keep going. Just keep going with yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, you know, I, uh, any kind of small venue, whatever. You know, I've got. I know you've got some really neat gigs coming up for me. Yeah. Uh, this summer, so. Uh, um, We're and, hoping for more. Um, you uh, know. Yeah, we really are. Well, I think it's. I think it's going to open up now. You know, I do I too. Think, uh, things are on the upswing, and people are definitely, definitely ready to get out and. Yeah. and uh, just uh yeah we've got, got a lot of bands wanting to play right now a lot of a lot of musicians out in general wanting to get out and play so yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's the main thing well we you know we took so many things for granted yeah the things that we could do yeah and then uh then all of a sudden realize whoa wow you know we can't we can't do it you know <laughs> and i understand <clears throat> you know and I, I my whole thing was i i wish that we would have taken a little more serious at the beginning yeah and maybe we could have stepped on it sooner but hey that's yeah. I, you know, i'm not going to get into that part i hear you i hear I you just, you know all, all i want to do is is uh have a chance to play some music yeah. and run and, and <laughs> hike and you know 
and uh, do that and, and uh, be thankful for every day that I wake up and open my eyes. Like Willie says, I woke up this morning and I ain't dead yet. So. That's that's true. I opened my eyes every morning. And I said, okay, wait. Okay, I'm still here. That's yep. good. Yeah. Yep. And thankful for it. Yeah, thankful absolutely. Well, for Tex, it. I definitely appreciate you coming out today. Well, thank you, Chris. I oh, appreciate yeah. the opportunity. You know, yeah. I, My uh, pleasure. Had had fun, and uh, yeah. Uh, well, hopefully, we can you know get together and do some more things. Oh, absolutely! Definitely look forward to it. Right. So, y'all heard it here. How to get a hold of uh, Tex Carroll? Um, you guys heard a lot of his music and everything. Uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg, believe me. <laughs> you know, but uh, if any of y'all would like to be a guest on one of these shows, feel free to contact me at uh, stickzrecordlabel at gmail.com. That's S T I C K Z record label at gmail.com. You can also uh, look me up uh, on Facebook under Stixie Records. And then also, once again, I have my own website now. That's uh, Stick Z Records, uh, or Stick Z Records, yeah, dot com.